All right. It is 6 o'clock. I'd like to welcome everybody to the evening meeting of the Vale Town Council. We have all council member, excuse me, all council members in attendance and town manager, attorney, clerk. And we lost Stephanie somewhere. She, she, she's done. Kathleen. Sorry, Kathleen for the evening. Um, so first up, we have citizen participation. This is for anything that's not on the agenda, and we will open it up for uh, three minutes uh, for anyone who would like to step up to the microphone. Good evening, Travis and council members. I'm Rick Sackbauer. I live on Gore Creek Drive in Vale Village. Blessed to live here. Uh, can you believe that uh, the Vale Daily on Monday 40 years ago, 30 of the 198 units at Valley High were short-term rentals because we couldn't find employees to fill them. Yeah, I saw that, that was wild. That having been said, I'm here to congratulate you on your goal of 1,000 new employee housing units. Reed and Sam weren't here when I spoke in in the fall, uh, so I thought I'd come back before your strategic planning. Um, I'm very concerned that the Vail taxpayers, such as myself, who try to recreate in Vail on VRD properties, can't do it. We just can't get in. Um, the town is the landlord for the golf course, the rugby fields, the athletic fields at Ford Park, the tennis center, Booth Creek tennis courts, Golden Peak Pickleball, Dobson Ice Arena, Imagination Station, Gymnastics, Donovan Park and Fields, and probably many of the places where the kids camps uh, occur. So I urge the council as they think about strategic planning and they think about adding employee housing units to think as a landlord as to where all these new people are going to recreate. It's a problem now. It's going to be a problem that needs some strategic thoughts. Uh, secondly, I came uh, because I'm concerned about the, the view corridors. Um, I brought pictures this time. So the first picture I'll say occurred probably in 1975 when I worked at the Lodge at Vale in my first winter season. I will say that it came from Pete Seibert's book. Um, the second picture is a picture of uh, Vale uh, looking uh, from west to east on Gore Creek Drive. In the first picture you'll notice you can see the Gore Range. In the second picture, you'll notice you can see the Gore Range, but there's some trees starting to grow. I think those pictures are about 40 seconds. years apart. Pete's office, when he wrote the book, was next to mine, and uh, that came from the cover of the book. And the third picture is, is not quite appropriate, but it's the best I could do. It just shows the trees that have grown and are blocking the view now, and where are they going to be? in five years or ten years. If you're between the Hill Building and, and Christie Sports today, there Time. is absolutely no view. 
And I just encourage the town in their strategic planning to look at the view corridors and tell us whether that's important to this council. It was very important to past councils. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Tim, come on up. <coughs> so did you. That's okay. Travis Council, what's up, guys? Uh, two quick things. One, uh, reiterate about maybe doing uh, the town conducting a financial feasibility study of taking over the lease of the mountain in 2033. Uh, the next thing, I would also like to ask town to follow suit that the state has stopped charging sales tax on diapers and feminine hygiene products. Uh, the state sales tax 2.9% already as of uh, January 2023 is exempt. Um, town charges 4.5% and Eagle County still at a percent. Um, so that's 4.5% that the town could actually take away that adds up a lot of money um, over the course of the year. It also primarily affects women in Vail. Um, please consider following the suit and stop charging sales tax on diapers and feminine products. Um, lastly, also cool news, um, there's actually a, on the Greenbridge and Radcliffe, there's a suicide hotline phone. So if you pick it up, it connects you to a council right away. So hopefully, you know, if you're out there, not you guys particular, but anyone's out on the bridge and they're not having good thoughts, you know, they don't have to worry. So yeah, pretty cool. And that's on both sides of the bridge? I don't know if it's on both sides. Um, I haven't taken the bus up there yet because right. my car is not gone. Wow. So yeah, but that's it. Yeah. Great. Cool. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Anyone else? Come on up, Taylor. Quick sign up, stop before we start the call. Dear Town of Vail Mayor, Mayor Pro Tempore, and Council Members. My presentation has two parts. The first half of my presentation is about a United States Forest Service assessment of West Vail Mountain. I met with the previous Town of Vail Mayor and current Council Member, Dave Chapin, um, about West Vail Mountain and my opportunity with the USFS, United States Forest Service, for a Westvale gondola <laughs> and forest sanctuary exclusive of the Vale Resorts Corporation. The United States Forest Service Rangers will provide the opportunity for my assessment of Westvale Mountain if I present a notice to them from the town of Vale. The notice is to inform the US Forest Service that the town of Vale is not opposed to the assessment. The West Vale Mountain assessment is actually, uh, is exactly the same as the United States Forest Service assessment of, of Golden Peak. An example letter statement is, the town of Vale is not opposed to USFS assessment of the West Vale Mountain. The second half of my presentation is about a clean, highly efficient, and safe energy production process that converts molecular hydrogen into a stable state of hydrogen, 
called the Hydrino. This invention produces energy at a fraction of the cost of the cheapest methods currently available, and it is capable to replace all of the town of Vale's thermal and electrical energy needs. Dr. Randall Mills, PhD, invented the sun cell found at brilliantlightpower.com. Are you, Mayor, Mayor Pro Tempore, and or the council members able to help with my USFS assessment? Notice letter and or the sun cell. Oh goodness, 46 seconds. I guess I must have been talking faster. So um, really, it would be really quite cool to be able to, I guess, at least have some sort of an opportunity to be able to. 30 seconds. Oh, OK, I'm sorry. Did, who said that? Oh, that was you? Stephanie Bibbins. I would even speak with Stephanie, but she's probably just goofing around. No, no, anyway, um, no, I, I would not like to uh, goof around. I, I think, you know, a hydrino energy process, you guys are considering things, you know, why not that? But otherwise, <clears throat> you know how to reach people. Yeah, okay, see you later. Thank you, Taylor. Jack? <clears throat> Hello, all of you. Jack Berge. Um, live on Chamonix Lane. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Um, just a quick note, I was at the afternoon meeting and I was just wondering why there's not uh, three minutes for public input at those meetings. I, I was just wondering about that. But so my public input is about the, uh, uh, what we were talking about at the uh, meeting this afternoon, specifically the Westvale, uh, Westvale Mall. I want to applaud all of you for Kicking the, or not kicking the can, but moving that forward. Um, you know, it's about time. I've been just waiting for something to happen down there and been involved with that, and, and uh, that's great. Thank you so much for uh, um, doing something, look, you know, moving it forward. Uh, of course, zoning is the big issue. Um, Reed hit the nail on the head. Uh, the, if the landowners don't want to do it, I mean, Ernie was here, it's not going to happen, okay? You have to talk to the landowners. Don't waste your time rezoning something that's something you all think is the best idea out there because, again, if it's not feasible for the, for the landowners, for the developers, it's just not going to happen. Okay, so please, he'd set up a committee, get a liaison, something. Working with, you know, Cronkey, Safeway, you know, that merger between Safeway and, and Albertsons, that's going to be huge. That's going to, that's going to be huge at whatever happens there. Uh, and so, again, Pretty pictures, zoning, whatever you spend your time on, unless the uh, landowners are in on it, you know, nothing's going to happen. So, I mean, there's a big, wide divide right now between a 70-foot building and $50 million, $50 million you know, uh, need from the town or $100 million, you know. Uh, again, get the landowners involved, please. I'd be happy to help if I can. Thanks, Jack. Anyone else or anyone on Zoom? No one on Zoom. All right. We will move on. Uh, we didn't have any action as, as, <clears throat> excuse me, as a result of executive session. And so uh, onto the consent agenda, I'll look for a motion to approve consent agenda. Motion to approve the consent agenda as written. 
Second. Great. We've got a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. 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 I am also in favor. Any opposed? Motion carries 7-0. Uh, next, we have our action items. Uh, first up is a contract award with Auto Auto Wash for the installation and replacement of the town's bus wash. Mr. Hall. Uh, yes, um, so um, we have budgeted um, to replace our bus wash out at Public Works. It's at the end of the useful life, uh, doing a lot of maintenance and repair and goes down quite a bit. Um, when we put that budget together, um, Jeff, our fleet manager, asked repeatedly, I want an all-inclusive price, turnkey. Um, they did give us that, but it did not include the electrical and plumbing, and um, he was very frustrated with that. Um, we did get a full-on price for that. Um, as you can see, it's almost um, twice the amount uh, for the budget. Um, luckily, we were able to find savings um, through two projects that we had, um, one being the purchase of our electric buses. All those are um, there. We have some money left over there, and then adding some from facility capital. Um, we didn't use all our facility capital um, last year, and so um, there's two action items here. One is to um, direct the staff um, to reappropriate money um, from those two accounts to the bus um, Watch replacement, and then the second is award the contract to Auto Auto Works. So, if there's any questions at this point, I can answer those. But um, and and we did get multiple bids. Um, Auto Auto Works does quite a few of the. Um, this is not our completely lowest bid, but it's um, one that we're very comfortable with. They're within Colorado. Their service their um, bus washers um, do multiple agencies in the mountains with regard to their bus washers. So. Anyone have any questions for Greg? I'm just curious, Greg. How long does it take to clean a bus? What's that? How long does it take to wash a bus, clean a you bus? Know, as, it, as it goes through, it, 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 you, know, you, you kind of drive through a big car wash. Yeah, um, obviously, when they cut back to the barn, the drivers clean the inside and then and run it through. Um, the hard part is almost every bus wash does it. just can't get that back, and so you have to yeah. wash that off. Who does the interior? Uh, the drivers. That's what I thought. And, 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 you know, they do it initial, and then we, when we were having COVID, we have, we have um, bus wash staff that really wipes it down and, yeah. and mops it out. So we have people out there that stay till about 3.30 in the morning, and the next one comes in at 5.30 in the morning. So we're within 24 hours, two hours of 24 hours at the bus barn. Do you get a good warranty for the increase in price? What's that? Did you get a good warranty for uh, the two-year warranty? Uh, plus the manufacturer's warranty, but all thing, all all our projects carry a two-year warranty. So. Matt, will the motion need to uh, include the reappropriation of funds in addition to the authorization to enter into a contract? I'm sorry, Barry. <clears throat> will the motion need to include the re reappropriating the funds, the budget savings? Yes, please. Okay. Motion to reappropriate the following budget savings of $245,000 from bus replacement and $105,000 from facility capital maintenance in the capital projects fund for a total of $350,000 to the bus, bus wash project fund. And to authorize the town manager to enter into a contract in a form approved by the town attorney with the auto auto wash for the bus <coughs> wash replacement project in an amount not to exceed $596,945. Second. 
We've got a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. 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 I am also in favor. Any opposed? The motion carries 7 0. Thank you. Uh, next, a contract award to Cummings Group for Timber Ridge Housing. Russ? Great. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. And to have a proposed change to this. But just in the way of background, uh, Pete gave the council a quick update on Timber Ridge. We anticipate getting guaranteed maximum prices for both the vertical and horizontal construction uh, in April or late May or early May. Um, again, just as a reminder, we're uh, looking at $114 million in vertical construction. That risk will be borne by Triumph. Uh, and the town of Vale is looking at $38.5 million in infrastructure and podium cost uh, for the first level of the seven structures at Timber Ridge. Um, in talking to George Ruther and also the development team, we thought it'd be helpful and wise to have a uh, owner's rep and construction manager um, working with Triumph on the project. Um, and upon further discussions, um, wanted to, in, encouragement I think from several council members, um, wanted to kind of create some tighter boundaries around this and just have this owner representative simply focus at least initially on the infrastructure and podium cost in that development again which is valued at 38.5 million um, so would like to propose a, a change in this um, and request council's authorization to have the town manager enter into a contract with Cummings Group for an amount not to exceed $43,105, so significantly less. Um, and this would be focused on uh, the infrastructure cost. Also, as part of this, one of the ideas that uh, we've been evaluating and will bring back a specific recommendation is the town is also budgeting $26 million and we are originally going to buy a building, Building D, in the project with 44 units. Um, and one of the ideas we're contemplating is instead of buying an entire building, looking at what the market demand is and really uh, looking at then what is left after both businesses and individuals buy into the project, still reserving the 26 million, but really affording the opportunity to, uh, for businesses and individuals to choose the most desirable units in the project. And Building D certainly has a variety of very desirable uh, units. Uh, I don't know if anybody else, Pete or Travis, wanted to say anything about that final point. No, I uh, appreciate you talking with Cummings and, and George and, and Triumph and kind of making sure that we weren't duplicating work and we're aligning resources just to make sure that our investment is, is protected. Um, and then I think that it, um, you know, I think it makes sense, you know, to kind of look at what our, our desired units might be and that what that mix is, but not to, you know, go in and just take out a whole building, but see how we can fit in as part of a bigger puzzle, so. Great, I agree. Yeah, just the flexibility we get with that's important. Anything so else? again, the request is instead of $241,000, uh, $43,105. $43, What's that number again, Russ? $43,105. Motion to authorize the town manager to enter in, into an agreement in a form approved by the town attorney with the Cummings Group for the Timber Ridge housing project 
in an amount not to exceed $43,105. Second. Great, we've got a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. 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 I'm also <coughs> in favor. Motion carries, uh, <coughs> any opposed? Motion carries 7-0. Um, we ha are now in our public hearings. So we're gonna open the public hearing up and this is for ordinance number one, series of 2024 on second reading and ordinance amending <coughs> section seven of ordinance number 22, series of 2023 regarding the effective date of the ordinance. Gesundheit. And Greg Roy, planning manager. Yes, no changes have been made since first reading. Does anyone have any questions for Greg? Do we have any public comment on this on Zoom? So I'm going to close the public comment section of the public meeting, right, Matt? Yes, I've been reading my legal updates. Um, great. Well, then I'll move for move, move to approve ordinance number 01, series of 2024 on second reading. Second. Great. We have a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. 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 I am also in favor. Any opposed? Motion carries 7 0. Move to adjourn. Second. We have a motion and a second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? I'm also in favor. Motion carries 7 0.